Hey, how's it going, Lakeland? This is Chad McLeod. Welcome to A View from City Hall. Welcome back to A View from City Hall. This is the September episode of the podcast, and I have to start off saying that I am recording this from the In Focus podcast studio, and it is their newest addition to their studio on Hardin Boulevard, and I think I'm the first one to do a podcast in this room. So podcasters in Lakeland, you have to check this out. It is an incredible space. It has an audio engineer space, and I'm excited uh, to be here, but also to see how this space is used for Lakeland podcasters in the future. So definitely check this out, and I appreciate uh, the folks at InFocus letting me be here today and record this. And usually, uh, if you've listened to this podcast before, I do updates from uh, my vantage point from City Hall, just talking about different things that we're discussing as a commission, trying to uh, let people into the commission's decision-making process. And I haven't done an interview yet as part of this show, but uh, I'm excited today to have City Manager Tony Delgado with me uh, for the first interview on this podcast. And he's got about a week left as City Manager. And so the way I was thinking, Tony, is we've got one more City Commission meeting to try and change your mind to stay. And so we've we've tried unsuccessfully a couple times over the past few months, and I think you're pretty resolute that you're retiring. Yeah, well, thank you, Commissioner McLeod. Thanks for inviting me in to be the first official interview on your podcast. And before I get started and, and, and tell you why I'm not going to stay, <laughs> um, this is a special place. My God, I walked in here. What a wonderful facility this is. So you're absolutely right. I'm, uh, you know, it makes you feel like a real professional when you right? sit down It's almost here. like we're doing radio, you know, a, um, a big show and I, you know, there's glass here and I expect somebody to, you know, we, I don't have fans of the podcast. I'm not, I don't think, but I expect someone to walk by and kind of wave at us and it's the real deal here. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's a, and Focus has done a wonderful job with this facility, but no, thank you again. Yes, I've got one week left. Uh, next Friday will be my last official day with the city. And, and I, I can tell you after 20, almost 24 years, it's been uh, an honor, a humbling experience, but uh, I think we're in a really, really good place in the city. We've got a great commission. We got a great staff. Uh, community is engaged, even with all the challenges that we've had here recently with the pandemic and some of the social issues that we've had to deal with. Um, I think we're in a, a really good place. And and uh, while I'm still uh, healthy and uh, young enough to go ahead and walk the beach, I think that's some of the stuff I'm going to do after after Friday. That sounds fun. I think that I'd like to uh, walk the beach for a little while. And um, so, yeah, so talk about this year. You know, when you, I remember uh, after um, I won the, the runoff and that night and you uh, sent me a text and the next day you called and said you'd look forward to working with me over the, this next year. I don't think either of us envisioned that 2020 would be like it's been. Uh, no, not, and, not at all. And I really think the word um, for the year for us, for the city, and for many companies and organizations has been pivot and how we've had to change what we thought we were going into in January and February and what we've gone through over the summer and into now. And we just finished uh, last night approving and ratifying the budget for fiscal year 2021. And so talk about that a little bit, just the challenges uh, that the city has faced this year and how you've dealt with that. Well, you're exactly right. I, you know, moving into the fiscal year, fiscal year 20, I think all of us, uh, staffs especially, thought we were building upon those renaissance periods that we had seen happening in Lakeland. A lot of great projects, a lot of great things happening, whether it was out at the airport around Florida Poly, within our downtown core, there was a lot of special things starting to happen. And then all of a sudden, uh, because of the pandemic, not only did we have to pivot, but we had to contract. Uh, we had to start pulling back and making some really tough decisions 
um, regarding where we thought we were going to be for the rest of the fiscal year, but more importantly, where we thought we were going to be for the near future, where we're going to be in 2021, 22, 23, because even today, I'm not sure any of us um, have a true feeling or where we're going to end up when this, uh, hopefully the challenge is over soon and then we get a better idea. Sure. And so, you know, I can tell you the future's still bright for Lakeland. One of the things that I've been quite pleased to see, and I, I think it's because of the community that we have, is that even with the challenges, even with the contraction, even with having to be more austere, and so many businesses have had to do that, and it's unfortunate. Some have had to, to close down for a period of time. Some have had to make some very, very tough decisions regarding employees and, and what that means to them moving forward. Even with that, the energy is still here. Mm -hmm. There are still things that people want to do once we come out of this. Um, we're seeing it today downtown. I know you, you've been involved in many of it, making some really hard decisions on where we got to go, contracting some of our city operations, uh, holding back on some of the projects and initiatives we had hoped we would be right. starting to work on in 2021 making some decisions on how we were going to do staffing with the understanding that we didn't want to impact services to the community so negatively that we would lose part of that essence of quality of life that we have here. But I really think because of the strong um, decisions that have been made and the philosophy that we currently have in place with running the municipal operation, once this kind of comes to and subsides a little bit and comes to a bit of a close, we're going to be able to get back started, maybe change the way we do business a little bit, but we're going to be able to get back starting to do some of those things we hope to be doing uh, in the near future. Well, I think you've done a, a great job leading the city through this year. Um, I there's sometimes I feel like I've worked with you for many years because of the things that we've gone through in the short period of time. But I really uh, just seeing the challenges, the curveballs that have been thrown at leadership and, and watching how you have guided our staff and our city through that. I think you've done a remarkable job. And, and so you leave big shoes to fill. And I know we're in that now as a commission trying to, to figure out what we do next. And that's a very important decision. Um, talk, thinking about your you said you've been with the city 24 years. Right, when you started almost 24 years, yeah. With the city of Lakeland, did you aspire to one day be Lakeland city manager? And talk about that path a little bit. Uh, okay. You know, and the short answer is no. <laughs> but but uh, I always knew that this was a wonderful city and I wanted to, 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 to live here for, for as long as I was going to have the opportunity to do and to, to, to help move the city along. I, I spent 18 years in a whole different industry. I helped run arenas and theaters and convention centers. And I worked with concert promoters and event promoters. And I was in marketing and, and, and sales uh, in St. Louis, Philadelphia, my hometown of Chicago. Ended up in Tampa uh, working for a promotions company. And we did a lot of special events, uh, not just in Tampa, but throughout the Southeast. Um, then I had an opportunity to work for the Florida State Fair Authority, uh, event booking and management there. And then the Tampa Convention Center called and had a chance to go there and help open that facility, uh, and then ultimately ended up at the uh, Lakeland Center, which is now the RP Funding Center. So, so I had seen myself as continuing in that industry mm -hmm. and and hoping you know running a big arena or an amphitheater or something along those lines. And then lo and behold, in 2000, uh, the then city manager Roger Har asked if I would be interested in getting into public administration and uh, and taking a look at where. I thought my career path was going, I quickly said no. Oh, well, 
after three interviews, uh, my lovely wife said, you should give this a try. You know, five years from now, if you want to go back, we'll go back. Even if we have to leave Lakeland, we can make that happen. Well, that was 20 years ago. Wow. <laughs> and so ultimately ended up with city manager. So the, the, re, the, the short answer is no, I didn't think I'd ever get here uh, or ever have the opportunity even to be city manager. Uh, but what I've come to find is uh, while it's challenging, it's incredibly fulfilling, especially when you have a, a community that's embraced, that embraces what they want to mm. be. Um, when you have a great staff, and we do, we have an incredible staff at the city who really bleed the city of Lakeland, and, and, and they understand that quality of life brings great things, whether that's new business, new economic development, or people that just want to live in your town mm. and enjoy your city and, and you know, grow their families here. Um, staff understands that. And as I've told staff many, many times since becoming city manager five years ago, obviously I was deputy city manager and assistant city manager before that. I told staff many times, this is a very easy gig to be city manager of the city of Lakeland because we have so many good people who work so hard to do the right thing. You don't run into maybe some of the issues and challenges that other communities have because you have um, issues and challenges. But that's not to say we haven't. When I first became city manager, we were dealing with um, some issues and some challenges that, that might have impacted the public trust. And one of the things that we had to do uh, when, I, when I got on board in, in this position was try to rebuild that public trust. And I think our organization understood what, ne what was necessary and they made it happen very quickly which has allowed us in, in our efforts to be transparent and open. It's allowed us to get through some issues, even over the last five years, uh, without uh, losing that trust from the community. You mentioned a number of issues that the city has faced and had to go through over the last five years. What, um, as you're thinking about how you have led through those situations, what are the principles that have guided you through that? Because it, it it's easy to sort of go from one issue to the next, and mm -hmm. I'm finding that in public office. You're the hot issue of the day, and uh, it will come and go, but then something else happens. And um, from my vantage point, and even before I came on the commission, you seem to have a steady approach at navigating those issues. So what are some of the principles that have, from a leadership standpoint that have helped you? Well, I, I appreciate that. There's some, some days I'm paddling really hard <laughs> underneath, and it looks like pretty smooth on top. Um, I, I think there are some real key things that we as an organization took on uh, five years ago that we felt we needed to change. And that first and foremost is to be transparent as an organization. You know, the community looks toward us. They, we've built that public trust. And the only way you can maintain that public trust is to be honest and open, uh, provide the detailed information, even when it might hurt a little bit. Um, you need to continue to do that. One of the things that I learned from my past life in that other industry was customer service and being customer centric. And I hope that our organization has, has at least taken a little of that and try to move that forward. So it's vitally important to understand it's okay to listen. It's okay to try to find consensus, um, even when regulations and policy mm -hmm. might get in the way, uh, and to try to find a middle ground. There's always some gray out there. I'm, I, I tend to think gray and not so much black and white. And so when you can find that gray area that makes 
everybody happy or nobody happy. At least you found that middle ground in that gray area. And the, and the last thing, and, and I tell this to staff on a, on a pretty regular basis, and I think this once again reflects back to where I came from uh, when I started my professional career, is we've built a brand here in the city of Lakeland. Though we might not have a moniker for it, we have a brand. And the thing that they need to understand is our, our job. And maybe the most important job we have as public servants is to maintain that brand. And maintaining that brand means we have to be honest. We have to have integrity. We have to tell the truth, even when sometimes we're dealing with challenges and issues that are going to affect our community or affect us. We need to be honest about that because that's the only way you maintain the brand of the city of Lakeland. And we're just individuals in in, in that, you know, none of us are more important than the brand. And we need to go ahead and understand that moving forward. And I think that's, important as you talk about moving forward in the next phase of leadership for whoever comes in as city manager and continuing that, that that's great about having built a brand in the city. And I, I agree. I, I think that has grown over the, over the past several years. And as Lakeland is continuing to develop its own unique identity here in central Florida in the middle of Tampa and Orlando, but we're distinct and we have our own characteristics and our own vibe and feel here in the city. And, and that is, uh, is taking time to build that. And, and it's fun to be part of that. No, you're exactly right. I mean, yeah, we for so many years, I being here 24 years, uh, I was here back in the day when we were considered just a bedroom community for our sisters in Orlando and Tampa. Mm. Uh, I still remember seeing those signs, uh, Orlampa, right. <laughs> on, on, on I-4, because everybody expected us to be somehow, some way brought into those communities. Um, and so you're right. You're absolutely right. We've built ourselves a brand. We're unique. I think that uniqueness is... is, is led us to doing some really wonderful things. When you think about some of the projects that have happened over the last five years, you know, Amazon coming into our community, Geico expanding, you know, additional hotel properties, building not just downtown, but also out at the airport, um, downtown residential taking place, you know, before the pandemic, even before the 2008 recession, we had a lot of things on the books Mm that were going to happen. And, and so we built a, a very special community, but, but first and foremost is quality of life. I think anyone that spends some time in Lakeland will understand that we take quality of life issues and quality of life initiatives very, very close to the heart. Mm-hmm. It, even, as, even as small as something as our Parks and Recre- Recreation Department. Um, the reason people like living here is because there's things to do outside of just going to the mall or going to the movies or staying in the house. There are things you can do outdoors within the city that you can't do many places. And so, uh, you know, even something that small or that, that, that simple really extends to the, the level of quality of life we have here in the city. And I think community, I think businesses, I think residents see that and that's why they like to be here. And I, I think that's the biggest renaissance that we've had over the years. Talking about some of the exciting projects that you've seen, things that have happened in the past five years, is there any one in particular that is most memorable to you? Or when you look back after retiring, you would say it's the most rewarding? I know a lot of the projects uh, have taken a tremendous amount of effort uh, and time and patience to see them come to fruition. But you you mentioned Amazon and Noah and just some of the others. I just wonder if there's one that stands out to you as... uh, at the top of that list. You know, you know, we could talk about the Amazons and the Noahs because that really put us on the map. Right. When, when Noah came in, that one, that one's up there close, mm-hmm. but there's another one that, that I'll talk about here in a second. When Noah came in, obviously it was something that we had to fast track. We weren't sure that 
they were going to even choose Florida, let alone Lakeland. Um, our staff worked diligently to make that happen. We we took some risk, uh, calculated risk, but we took risk nonetheless, and we were able to land that wonderful organization here in Lakeland. And as I've told many people, the greatest thing that that, that came from NOAA is not just having them here and having that economic impact associated with it and all these highly technically skilled people in town. It's every time a plane flies into a hurricane or into a storm, the media says from Lakeland, mm-hmm. Florida, it's the NOAA hurricane hunter. And people go, Lakeland, Florida, where's that? And so they have to then look up and say, well, this must be a special place if Noah's right. there. <laughs> you know? um, so so that, that is something that, that, that um, is very special to me. And I think that led to so many other things happening, the Amazons and, and some of these other businesses saying, this must be a special place. They must be willing to work with us to make our, 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 our project happen. Let's go ahead and go there. Um, but there are a couple things. You know, the first one close to the heart is the, the Lakeland Center. It's mm-hmm. where, I, where, yeah. where I got my start right. here. And so the great renovation of the RP Funding Center that was done, a renovation that really enhanced that facility, a hotel being, a second hotel being on site. Um, I think it really sent a, a great message to the entertainment and business community that we were open for business. And so I thought that that's something that's very important and near and dear to my heart because that's where I got started. But uh, one thing that was kind of out of the way and people really loved it when they opened and now they just take it for granted is uh, our Seven Wetlands Park. Mm. You know, we, we had a facility out there that was really built for water and wastewater treatment. That's really what it was, 1,600 acres that was utilized to, to move dirty water in and clean water into the Alafaya River. Um, and we took, we took a, a great initiative, the commission staff and the community took a great initiative to turn that into something really, really special. And so now we have seven wetlands parks, 1,600 acres being built out in phases, but it's really an incredible conservatory area, conservation area, a, a nature area where people can really enjoy. And it started out by being a closed city facility that no one could go in because the fences were up. Well, now you can go there. Mm-hmm. And so that one, when it's all said and done, is it, pretty special. And it's something that a community really had to get together and look at state funding and federal funding and those type of things to make it happen. I had not been to Seven Wetlands until I came onto the commission, but I'm with you when when you go and experience it and see what is there and just the natural beauty of of that part of our state and some of the old Florida feel that it has. Exactly. Um, and at the same time, the water treatment component and what they're doing. And, and it's fascinating. It's impressive. I'm excited for more people to experience Seven Wetlands. Mm-hmm. I know when I was there, uh, staff was talking about maybe having a trail run out there in the near future. I'm really excited about as a runner. And I know fellow runners, I think that would be great to get people out there just to experience it. Now, we had talked about that. And there was a, a number of people who wanted to help and, and try to make that happen. I know I know that we have a lot of runners in the community, knowing we have the Runners Club and the Land Sharks and, and right. all those folks. And so um, we were actually getting to the point where we had some folks saying, hey, corporations saying, I'd like to sponsor that. And then we ran into what we ran into right. and the challenges yeah. that we had. But, you know, because of Seven Wetlands, I think that really helped us as a foundation to start looking at how we could bring back nature into this urban community. Yeah. And next, you know, Monday, we're going to open up a brand new park, right. Lake Crago, which is going to be incredibly yes. special. It's going to have that natural component, uh, a water component with the urban amenities of of parks. So we'll have ball fields out there, but you'll also be able to get on a boat and kayak and do those yeah. type of things 
right next door. Yeah, I'm excited about that. When I went and toured like Crago, that was before I had a visit to, you know, staff has been great for me as a new commissioner and reaching out and wanting me to come out and tour different things and see their projects. And I love that. I love going out and seeing things and then being able to go back into my circles in the community and talk about it. But when I went to like Crago, uh, as you said, it's impressive. It is going to be an asset uh, for the community. I can't wait for that to open. But I came back and told my wife, I said, I think I need to get a boat. And so it started this conversation of, I need a boat because Lake Crago and it connects to Lake Parker. And I I grew up fishing lakes in Polk County and I haven't done that in a while. So now we're in this at home. It has created a little bit of tension because my, I'm on this, I I really need a boat. And Aaron is saying, you you don't need a boat because every time you go somewhere, you you think you need something else. So it's (laughs) the the nice thing about Lake Crago is uh, I'm sure you'll be able to rent something there right. that you take your fishing say, yeah. pole out and, <laughs> and be able to be able to handle that ambition of yeah, yours. Yeah, right. Uh, I'll pass that on, and Aaron <laughs> will say thank you, Tony. Um, so when, kind of rounding it out here, when you um, think about the future of Lakeland, looking at what's ahead, what do you see for the city? Uh, and, you know, I, I'm incredibly excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to look at it from the outside in. And I know there's going to be incredible, wonderful things happening here in the city of Lakeland because the momentum's already there. Um, you take a look at our downtown core and the fact that we have a catalyst plan that takes into account three areas of downtown that is only fledgling at this point because of the challenges that we had recently. We haven't had be able we weren't able to go to the next step, and I think that's going to happen. We see it with the with a, the Summit Consulting Building going up downtown on Lake Mirror. We see Mirrorton, which is a residential complex, 300-plus residential units right there downtown. So it's going to build vibrancy for downtown. As you know, and as we can't speak about on this podcast, there's two or three other projects mm-hmm. that, that I think are going to add that additional vibrancy to downtown. And, and as we've always said for many years, uh, that you build from, you heat the core. If you heat the core, the other stuff comes and heating the core of downtown will allow us the opportunity to see other things happening throughout the city. I'm also incredibly excited about two areas of the city out near Florida Poly and the potential innovation district. Uh, I think that is going to be a boom, not just to Lakeland, but to the region. Uh, once we start seeing that build out, once we start seeing new businesses that are really tied to the technical and, and, and scientific and uh, tying in with poly, I think that's going to be a very special area. And, uh, and many people are going to flock to that area because of the business that it'll produce. And then our airport is just uh, becoming something very special, uh, not just the Ama- Amazon and the NOAAs, but the things that are happening around that. I think we're going to see a, a new area of the city, a new district in the city with the residential and other businesses take place. So we'll no longer be just a small inner core. We're, go- we're going to spread out a little bit, and I think that's going to be very special. And with all that comes opportunities to do other things. I mean, we always talk about revenues when you're with the city. Where do you find your mm-hmm. revenues? You're trying to find a balance. Mm-hmm. You don't want to raise taxes. You don't want to raise fees. You don't want to do those things that impact the residents and the businesses negatively. But as new business comes along, additional revenue comes. And when that new revenue comes along, then we can start taking a look at handling some of those social concerns, affordable housing, working with the homeless, uh, work workforce housing, um, some of those other things that are very important to the community, very important to the commission. Well, now you have some wherewithal that you can hopefully impact some of that stuff in the future too. 
one final question. So you've seen a, a lot in your 24 years and you've worked with a number of commissioners in your tenure as city manager and deputy and assistant. Any parting words of wisdom for the city commission? Um, you know, never forget that you've built a, a very strong public trust. Um, I think because of that public trust, the public understands when you have to make tough decisions. And there are always tough decisions. I know you've learned that over this past year. Uh, not every decision is easy. Um, there's a, it's always going to impact one segment of our, our, our community. Um, and so I would tell the commission, maintain that public trust, uh, be transparent, um, and balance. I think balance is the key. You can't do everything immediately. You can't expedite everything immediately. Um, some things have to grow, and some things have to take some time to vet out. Some things have to be planned so that they're, when they are done, they're done in a way that's going to enhance our community. And I think the commission already does that. I think every commission, every mayor I've had a chance to work with, every commissioner, every staff member believes in that, and they want to grow Lakeland the right way. And we've been able to do that. And I think that's why we're very special. And so that would be the only thing I would say is keep keep doing what you're doing. Because uh, if you plan it properly and we grow properly, we're going to continue to be that place where everybody wants to come and live and work and, and raise families. And that I think that's ultimately what the goal is. Well, Tony, I really appreciate you taking time out of your what's almost your final week here with the city to come and sit down with me and be on this podcast. And thank you for your service to the city of Lakeland and, and all that you've done over the years. As I mentioned, you, you leave big shoes to fill. You've still got about a week left to change your mind. So if you, yeah, <laughs> you know, the yeah. clock is ticking, but I, I'm not expecting that to happen. So no, not even LeBron money is going <laughs> to change my mind at this point. No, I, I think we're in, we're, we're in, we're in a great place. We got a really solid commission. We got a solid group of uh, individuals running our departments. We've got a great group of public servants all the way down the line. We're in a great place. And you know what they say, it, when you go, go when the going is, is good. And so now's the time, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and we certainly wish you and Robin well thank in the next chapter of your life. Again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you everyone for listening to A View from City Hall. I'll be back next month with updates from the city. We've got plenty to cover. I'm sure those of you who've been following what's going on uh, and I'll be excited to bring back you know, my views on some of the things we've been talking about in October. So thank you for listening. Have a great week, everyone. I'll see you back again soon.